Trying to save your souls from damnation So if you down with the message Tune in every week It will lead you to the message that you seek Uh To the real world season six episode 16 shout out to everybody who's been watching shout out to everybody that has supported so far thus far shout out to everybody who's been watching shout out to everybody that watches us on um the brick network that's every tuesday and thursday at um 12 noon 4 p.m and 1 a.m that's 12 noon 4 p.m and 1 a.m also check us out on youtube um the www.youtube.com backslash the real word tv that's the real word tv as one word on youtube facebook the real word seven that's the real word seven the number seven or the real word ministries inc on facebook also on instagram at the real word ministries inc and we also on spotify apple soundcloud and pandora the real word podcast i'm here with my co-host introduce yourself gentlemen you already know it's the morning only ai in the building i'm your instagram ace urban 11 there's no 11, there's no bueno. Hey, yo, like, y'all know this? Every week? I always got a Snapple, right? <laughs> we ain't got no Snapple sponsorships, so we might not go shout out no Snapple. Fuck. We also got an OG in the building. Introduce yourself. Boy, Santa Komodo, Man, Crown Heights. We're here with my brothers. My building. All right, we got two special, special guests. Yeah. Introduce yourself, gentlemen. We like to go first. They both wear all black. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, nice to meet you, brothers. My name is Kimai Anderson, but a lot of people call me Brother Q. Mm. And, this, and I would like to say I'm very glad to be part of this podcast, and I'm glad and thankful that you guys invited me in. All right, all right. Blessings, blessings. And introduce well, yourself. my name's Alden. Great meeting everybody. Appreciate the brother and everybody here for inviting me out. You can find me at GeniuslyBrewed.com, Teeth Company, as well as Geniusly Brewed on Facebook and Instagram. I I I so shout out to all the people that came out today. Shout out to everybody's been supporting so far thus far. Let's start off with you since you Mr. Company Man Geniusly Brew. Tell them about your business. I greatly appreciate that, man. <laughs> so we are a Brooklyn-based tea company that we sell natural and organic teas as well as different tea blends. And what we do with a little twist on it is that we use the loose leaf teas to also make cold brewed iced teas. Uh, you, as I said, you can find us on geniuslybrew.com. We have many natural and organic teas on there. Uh, winter time's here. Get you some organic ginger turmeric and all the other good teas that we have for you. Mm. So tell the people how'd you get involved in teas and why you pick teas? Well, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, being West Indian is something that we always drink a lot. You know, it's like if you're feeling sick, drink tea. If you're hungry, drink tea. Like it was just that go-to thing that we drink often. 
got the roller drink. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember having like the good time with family and friends every time we drank tea, just chilling around, having like a good vibe. And when I started researching, I was like, wow, there's other teas besides Lipton. Like, we have oh, so many other things. That's the Caribbean tradition. <laughs> Caribbean tradition. Yeah. And then we had other herbs that we would always boil, you know, the lemongrass or in Guyana, as we call it, fever grass and stuff like that. Why do you call it fever grass? That's a good question. Uh, it actually helps, like, reduces, like, your fever and your yeah. cold and symptoms like that. So for me, when I started digging into it and doing all the research, I was like, this is it for me like it just all started to click it started to make sense and I just fell in love with it been doing it ever since you know what's so crazy I wanted to actually do you feel like with a lot of the West Indian culture um, especially with last year's we saved a lot of people drinking I, a lot of herbs and the spices with the tea I definitely agree with that um, mm -hmm. they actually came out with a report too saying how like green teas and stuff like that help fight like colds and flus and covids and things COVID. like that yeah because it's like you know green tea contains is very rich in like antioxidants and stuff oh, like that COVID, and, green uh, tea. <laughs> <laughs> there we go uh, it has a uh, egcg which helps like uh with weight loss and things like that so tea just itself just has many natural health benefits like, mm. come on two benefits right that's there just some, that's, and that's just some you of get them. to be covid and you supporting black owned business <laughs> <laughs> so, so speaking of black owned business because you are a black owned business yes how has it been since the beginning to now um i feel like i just had to kind of like you know as black owned businesses we just have to kind of stick with it you know like even when times is rough um you'll start to see the growth over time um you'll get more support over time um, sometimes it will be from family and friends, other times it won't be at all. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it will be strangers that you just meet and that's giving you the most love that you have. Yeah, right? which is support Yeah, and then you know, you have groups like this where you have like-minded people who could come together and you guys share a common vision, which is what you like latch on to to move the culture and everything forward. Facts. I think that's great. Um, and for those that don't know, Older and I, we knew each other since like 19, yes, um, so that's over, I think, 12 years. <laughs> we known each other, you know, we didn't look that old, but we are. <laughs> so, you know, whenever I see my people doing good things, I always try to support. I always try to um, be the first one out there to try to help because I know how it is, you know, yes, starting something from the ground up and bringing it up. And this is what this platform is for, where we could bring like-minded individuals, um, people of our skin tone, of our color, and people of all colors and all races coming together and just promoting one another for something positive. Speaking of that, I don't really know you, so introduce yourself, bro. All right. No, the reason they call me Brother Q is that, of course, like people think it's because I'm a pastor. No, it's not because of that. It's just that I'm, uh, of course, I want to do a black-owned business. Right. That's security, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to do security. It what made me start that. Is because ever since I was ever since I was young, I always like helping people. You know, right. that's just the way that I was. Like I mm. loved helping people, especially like it didn't matter like the race that it was. Right. Of course, I came from my black my black brothers yes, and sisters. Of course, of course. But right. I always Tripped out yeah, <laughs> it was like it was maybe just like yeah. like if I could support this next person and they can use that to yeah. support somebody else, they can maybe spread. You know, yeah, that's how you win, man. That's, that's how, how you win. Do it. Facts. And so I've been like going to college, making efforts. Nice. Doing great. I'm trying to do so. I'm supposed to be doing this internship on uh, summer. Yeah. Then I did this program that's called FLA, Flatbush Leadership Academy, mm -hmm. which is really great. They help youthful kids, you know, who don't know what they want to do and who mm -hmm. feel like the world is giving up on them. Wow. And they basically that's bring deep. them in and they give them 
a job at the end of it, and they also help them with benefits. Mm. So what kind of benefits have I So what I, okay, so the benefits is basically like you. Get you know, to you want to know about benefits. It's interesting. It's like what they do is they have it so. They bring you in and they teach you about politics, teach you about the world. Yeah. Wow. And then they tell about the politics that you've been doing. Oh, politics! <laughs> so yeah. I've been, so I've been looking at the politics. I've been doing class called PA, PA yeah. one hundred and three. You know, okay. so we learn about, we learn about like the, the Donald Trump and them, and like and uh, the news. I used to not look, watch the news a lot. Yeah, like, I can say it, but then it's like showing because it's like it was so much negative stuff that popped up on there yeah. so it makes you not want to watch it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and plus they can change the narrative yeah so yeah. and that's how that's how they separate us black people as a whole yeah they change the narratives and make us scared of one another you know yeah. what i mean uh-huh. and i was that's like no yeah. so i said i want to make my own news which i mean by that is like i want to oh, walk over there and i want to talk to people mm-hmm. and get to know them Right. Without judging them by the way they dress or the way that they talk, mm. yeah. Because to be honest, it's like if it's like, and that's how it goes. Like you see the news, like when I watch the news, and then I see they be like, "Oh, these people are rowdy," and you walk by, you see these people, and they act rowdy. Mm-hmm. You be like, "Nah, I see what happened in the news. I'm gonna right. cross the street." And it's creating a false narrative. Yeah. Right. Like, I, you know, I learned that. I learned that when my man got killed. Mm-hmm. Um, right. When my man got killed, I learned that the news is fabricated. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. But the thing is that when he, when his funeral came and there was no police officers, they got knocked out by the people in my neighborhood for that. So you know what wow. I'm saying. Yeah, so I didn't even know that. Like ten ten wins and all of them. Just tell me you can't, <laughs> you dog, you can't. That's not you yeah. can't say that. That's well, not something. You have to go, yeah, because you know sometimes, man, like it is, it is, it is, it is, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying. So that's why I think the the power of the media is so so important. Like 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 this, you know him having a show and right. other people having their own platforms and just promoting each other and supporting each other for us to um, change that narrative. That's why media is very, very key and very essential. Media is like a video game. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't got to really play the Xbox and P4. It's just a different yeah. world. Yeah, I agree. Video. I agree. I mean, some things that you touched on that I think is very important was, you know, for the youth is that opportunity. Yeah. You know, a lot of yeah. them who have that, you know, people feel like, you know, they gave up on them. That just that opportunity to see yeah. something different yeah. makes a big change. Education, which you touched on, is a big change, whether it's self-educated or college or whatever your route is. And the last one that you touched on is seeing ourselves in other situations and other environments than what we see on the news, not being that crazy person or, you know, you watch the news and they get like the loudest person out the back when you know it's way more educated people that can come on in and articulate something better. But they pick the wildest person to do it. So the fact that you're doing that is very impressive. I like that. They want to portray us. That's what I want to do. I want to build up my businesses and not only just mine. I want to go and make it network and do other businesses, you know, especially because there's a lot of black owned businesses that don't get a lot of credit. They don't, bro. They don't. They don't. (laughs) So, so it's interesting. The real world get. Yeah. We need more credit, man. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with that. (laughs) Ain't nobody doing it like us. Great platform, man. That's true. Mm-hmm. And what is it? I wanted to like build up more money so I could help more people. Cause me, yeah. the type of person that I am, you know, I learned. I had to learn, but I used to. You can ask him if I had like five dollars in somebody's home, and that's all I had. I still yeah, build up. That's wow. that's the way I was. It's like, you know, I'll look out for somebody. They don't even gotta pay me back. That's wow. how it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? I agree so with we that. We don't say it every you, time. You, you was raised right. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Raised right. right. 
Speaking of looking out, right, um, we see one of the things that's going on right now is what's going on in Texas. Um, right. We know they got the snowstorm and um, it's a lot of mayhem going out there. Four days in a row. They saying that they weren't really equipped for that, so their social, I mean, um, their um, structure, I guess yeah. their like, economical like structure facts, and everything yeah. else wasn't built for that. As yeah, exactly. In, they don't got snow plows, they yeah, don't they got don't, um, salt mountains yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are dying because of lack of heating. Um, they said that they turned off the power. And the most controversial thing we can say is that, well, two controversial things. Um, Ted Cruz, um, the the senator, wow, um, he went on vacation. I wow, mean, um, he blamed his kids. He said his kids wanted to get out of there, so he took them to um, Mexico. So, what do you guys think about that? And then there was another politician. I forget his name. He said that the government is not here to help people during this time. So Only the, I guess, the strongest will survive times like yeah. this. Well, well, so and it's been like that for the last well, year and a half. Well, <laughs> well, shout out to um, Alexandria Cortez and um, yeah. Julian Castro, who's good. really holding it down. She's not even from Texas, but she's from yeah, New York. Exactly. Holding it down from Queens, holding it down. Of course, you know, she's a Bernie Sanders um, type of Democrat, so yeah. that's expected and everything like that. But in regards to that, um, with Tech Crew situation, you know, when you're a senator, you serve your constituents. Right. You're, you're here to serve. You're here to serve people. I agree and unfortunately, that. it's it's very it's, it's very sad and it's very unacceptable. I would recommend that he um, resigns. Yeah, I agree you know what that. I'm saying? Because he's not serving his people. You know, he's here to serve the people. So that's my take on it. I got another yeah. question that I want to ask. So yeah. it's, it's interesting, right? Yeah. Um, about you know the things going on in Texas. Yeah. And how everybody was saying because um, they voted for Donald Trump. That it's like right. if you're in a situation, we won't help you. And right. they said we don't need your help. And the storm just came out of nowhere and just took him down, right? Yeah. Do you guys think that's like that still should stand? It's like, oh, no, nah, it's like you guys don't No, I mean, it's, they, 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 they're state of America. They're one of our states in America. Right. You know, uh, um, Different from different party lines, don't matter, Democrat, Republican, it's the United States of America, you should serve your constituents regardless if right. the governor governor allows that to, to, to happen. But if you need federal help, definitely would bring aid into that, you know what I'm saying, which is very key. Yeah, I kind of feel like this whole thing is just giving us more insight to the government overall. Yeah. <laughs> like, we have, it's like, politics. yeah, and put your insight into politics, like, you know, I would say for myself, too, growing up, it's like we blindly follow politics, you know, like, we only follow it during major elections, you know, we yeah. didn't, like, get into it in smaller elections, yeah. and, you know, we didn't have a full understanding of what they're even capable of or what they do, or... They're just average Joe people who do what they want to do. Like, a lot of them yeah. abuse their power. It's kind of interesting to yeah, see, yeah. like, how you would just take off on your state like that and yeah. claim it's for your kids later after you're caught. Yeah. So, it, it's just yeah. pretty entertaining to it's watch. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's we should use it to, like, wake us up. No, definitely. Mm. Definitely, definitely. Speaking of politics affecting your personal... Um, Kim Kardashian unfortunately filed for a divorce on Friday from yeah. Kanye West and a lot of people speculating that one of the reasons why is because she she got into the political spectrum she wants to be more formal now and then distance herself from him and on top of that he ran for a political party I mean for a, pol for a political office and many felt like he was a distraction from yeah. the, the actual cause which wow. they were trying to do which is elect Biden to get Trump out Right. Mm -hmm. So I guess that spilled into their marriage in a sense on top of his bipolar or mental health that they claim that yeah. he has. Because right. <laughs> he's, he, he's mentally ill, but he became a billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
I'm crazy, but I made a billion dollars. Right. <laughs> I just tipped into it. Like, I don't think I don't it's about to be interesting. People say his next album about to slap. Yeah, you know, it might because like it might be the heartless album. Like, well, well, yeah, we, we has a great. He is, he, he's a, you know he, he makes creates he creates great music. Musical genius. You know, Sam. I mean, my my I just um. You know when she when, 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 her yeah her voice. when we take the status of power is just there to just helping build people so, right. you know what I'm saying yeah, that's what it's yeah. about you know what I'm saying while we get yeah, it shows it's, and it's, like it's, that. it's helping Closure. and getting people uh, that's you know what, what I'm saying that's what it's about I see that today that's what that's you guys what? think about that about the whole Kanye and Kim Kardashian situation I mean like the fact that I see you that she over here publicizing her whole divorce right. now. With VH1 and all doing a contract. Oh, she's doing that. Yeah, contract. <laughs> That's her third divorce. It's two. That's crazy. There's two Great. shows: the VH1 and then I forgot the other one. That's a dub. I know it's probably yeah, like three channels crazy. after that. Yeah, I wouldn't marry her, bro. Three divorces. Yeah, boy, like, but the thing is, though, I don't really it's, 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 it's cloud. It's just cloud. I don't really. F- yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, you, know, you know what? You know what? You know what? For me, I just want to cut you up, bro. I thought she redeemed herself when she did the justice reform. She got people out of jail. Yeah, I gave her because you know even she was with Van Jones. Right, and sometimes you got to talk to. But the that's what they saying that she's with now. Like that Ooh. new man is Van Jones. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so crazy. Van Jones got a wife. Nah, he he divorced her last year. Whoa, interesting. Yeah. Now I gotta ask, right? It's a question. No, but you say point. Go ahead, brother. I'm sorry, brother. I mean, like, sorry, brother. When, you, when you marry a Kardashian, you already know. You went for you trouble. Made, you already know. <laughs> and like trouble. you say, yo, hell. I'm here. It's a fact. Mm-hmm. Like you, you should not be some people that get involved with Kardashians. Like you're right. I don't want to hear them crying, bro. Like you're right. He you can type up Kardashians. You see bad news. Like yeah, a lot 20, of them lost careers. Every year, every a lot year of them lost careers. They make headlines. Yeah. Cause, Cause look at Lamar Odom. You became a whole crackhead. But now look at him now. He's doing great. Chris Humphries. Humphries. He was the NBA like two years. Yeah, you gotta go. No, that's pretty Yeah, but crazy. but I like your energy though. Like I said, man, when 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 God allows you to be successful, is there to help people, is here to benefit people, it's here to bless people, it's to really make a difference. That's what it's about. Because right. at the end of the day, you know, we're just we're just privileged just to be here, the breath of life. Right. It's a privilege, bro, you feel me? And um, you know, I wanna just I, I gotta give my man Dixon a shout out again because my man lost his like he caught COVID. Mm-hmm. His mom and his dad caught COVID at the wow. same time. And it was basically in the tubes, you know, that was a very severe and detrimental. Right. And um, he's, he made it by the grace of God, but his Thank father God. and his mother, they died oh at the gosh, same time, you feel me? And wow. he's a real advocate of community and promoting people in Brooklyn. Right. So for Thanksgiving, he was in um, Haiti building another basketball court. Wow. You feel me? So he has two basketball courts. He has a playground in Haiti. He gave kids school supplies, the whole school school supplies. And he has the whole school uniforms. He's about right. to now give laptops now. So wow, that's the type that's of timing we got to be on. Where we have influence, that's we got to be amazing. on that type of timing where we touching like millions of people and helping millions of people. No, and I'm gonna do it. That's what no, we are going to sure. do. It. I, got the, I got the plug. I just need the bread. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know I, just, I, mean? I got another question. Yeah, go ahead, my brother. Like, uh, People do these acts of kindness because they know the media is watching them. Mm. No, I, it all depends. I, 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 agree think, with I that. think it all depends. Yeah, I, I, sometimes I, just, I can speak for Dixon. Right. I think he's awesome. I can speak for guys like um, yeah, I can speak for guys like Tyler Perry. I think because he's been through so much poverty, he's right. given back. Also, so um, um, Ricard, LeBron James, yeah. he's been through so much. Right. So 
he's giving back. You feel me? Right. And you know, Jay Z and Beyonce, they be on the low with it until somebody magnifies it. You feel me? So Look. it depends on the individual. Go ahead, Ricardo. I'm sorry, brother. I was going to speak on behalf of myself, you know. Yeah, yeah, fine. Here we go, here we go. Yo, let, no, let, let's speak about you, bro. Why not? Let me talk about myself, but then I'll let you talk. Okay, okay. So, to answer your question, do some people do it for the media and from the heart? We do it from the heart, but at the same time, it's always good to get media coverage because that raises awareness and could bring more people to the court. Yeah, you're right. Because... If a tree falls in the woods and no one's there to witness it, does the tree really fall? It does, but no one cares. And what impact does it do if no one's around? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So if I give you something and I give you something, I say, yeah, I'm a charity, but no one knows who's who's going to know to donate. You understand? That's a good point. One of the first things we did, and you was there, we sat down and we had a meeting with a media mogul um, with Schweppes Media Group. And since then, we've been in the paper a few times. AM New wow. York, Bay News, um, Queens Carrier. And that has helped us gain notoriety from individuals that would not know. Right. Um, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, that yeah. has helped bring awareness to everything yeah. that we're doing. Yeah. If, perfect example, right? Last Christmas we gave away 200 toys, right? Yeah. Right. And we tagged the people that's in our network and then we reached out to Queens Carry that put it out in the Queens newspaper. So everybody in Queens knew they pulled up on Jamaica Ave. We right. put the video out. That video was viewed, I think, over three or 5,000 times. Wow. Now, that's three or five thousand people that could donate to the next time we do it. Yeah. But if we never record it, then how would they know? Yeah. Mm. So you understand what I'm saying? Facts. Regardless of anything, like there's certain things that we do that the public see, but there's a lot that we do that no one sees. Right. That that part is where the magic comes in. Because if you show everybody everything that's inside of you, then you're gonna have nothing left. That's what my father taught me. He said, "Don't ever put everything yeah. out all at once, because you have nothing left." Agreed. Just like if you have a gun and you empty the whole clip out, then if somebody was ducking and they come out, then what you gonna do? Done. Just throw the gun at them? <laughs> so, so like, that's how I see it. Yeah. Like I said, I just wanted to commend you. Like I said, consistency is key, man. You gotta just be consistent. You gotta be driven, and the rest falls. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Comes. Cloud and notoriety comes with it, you know, especially right. when they see people that look like themselves mm -hmm. doing stuff like, you know, most people probably think I'm some big drug dealer or scammer that's just giving stuff away. <laughs> 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 I'm just washing my breath through the non-profit, you know? <laughs> you heard that before? You really heard that before? You know, I think I think for every for every joke that, that you put out, there's some kind of truth behind it but of course you know the yeah. feds always watching so shout out to you it's just jokes <laughs> <laughs> but like i said with everything that's going on in the world like i said there's so many negative that's being promoted you see what takashi just did the other day with meek mill um you know what i'm saying at Speaking the of meek day, mill, man. But, but, but to, add, to add with that you know i just think that within the black community you just need i just like it we just need more positivity brothers right. who are actually doing it and going against the grain and really making a difference in people's lives that's what it's about yeah. Yeah. And I think when your heart is in it and when you're doing it consistently, then the people follow the movement, the I movement grows. Yeah. Like I, I always that. say, like this movement started in my basement, you know? Facts. And since then we've been able to reach over four million people yeah, and we've wow. been able to help over five thousand people. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So, you know, we probably fed hundreds of people, over eight hundred people we probably fed in the in the last three years. So <laughs> And, and there's more that we do that people don't really see because there's people that we help that's like keep it confidential I don't want you know put no pictures up or put my face right. out yeah. of course yeah. and we keep that confidential 
So it's not everything that we gotta put out, but everybody yeah. likes a good media story, you know? Right, that's that's what pulls on the heartstrings of individuals and that's and that's what makes them donate and, and give, you know? So that's what we've been doing. I got a question. So do you feel like pride is at the downfall to a lot of people accepting things that can benefit them and others? Of course. Ooh, of course. Biggest enemy. I think um Wow. Pride pride gets in the Shock. way of everything from money to love. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, pride pride could do everything from get you killed to cause you to kill somebody. Agreed. Pride could wow. do everything from make you starve to make you die, you know? Right. So you gotta keep that in the back of your head. Pride is one of the most deadliest sins that you could have. Agreed. You know? Agreed. Yeah, I could and I tell people this all the time. I don't gotta be giving stuff away to people, bro. I don't gotta be doing this. I don't right. gotta be doing this show. I don't gotta be doing the nonprofit. I don't need to do it, bro. <laughs> just get right. bag and just For what? Yeah. Like I could be chilling in my crib right now. I don't have to do none of this. You understand? Yeah. But at the end of the day, bro, I came to America at the age of two. I was a political refugee from Haiti. Like my father used to um do construction work. When he came to America, he drove a jump a gypsy cab. And when he got his first cell phone, they tried to kill him while he was trying to feed his family with four kids. They, they gave him a buck fifty across his face right here. He never snitched. I learned that from my pops. Wow. And, and my mom didn't work until my youngest sister was, I think, I think five or six years old. When we came to America, a family of five lived in one room, probably the size of this in a basement. Wow. You know? So to, to, to come from there to where we at now... Like huge accomplishment. It is what it is. You understand? Yeah, like my yeah. parents were called. Like my parents put all four of their kids through college. All four of us got bachelor's degrees, and three of us got masters. Clap so, it up for them. So that's that's the hunger and motivation that was imputed in me. Right. So from there, I just kept. I had to take it to the next level. You understand? My brother had to take it to the next level. My sisters had to take Carry it to the on. next level. We just got to keep pushing. So. I had to put my pride aside for a lot of things, bro. You don't think there was sometimes where people came at me crazy or disrespected me? I could have violated them, but I'm like, you gotta see the bigger picture and everything right. that you're doing. It's easy to fall off. It's another thing to keep climbing up. That's and to a maintain goal, it right? too deep. Yeah, that's a fact. That's I agree with that. Uh, right. And it's like you know the thing that um me you know makes me think is like you know this, the code of like you know the snitch. We all right. taught that from a yeah. young age. It's like, yeah, tough for all that. Yeah, it's like never yeah. snitch, we all right? But, from the hood. but it's like what point does it get to a point where? You need to snitch in order to benefit your community. Well, if you're a tax-paying citizen, you can do that if there's a code of ethics. But I think in regards to, you know, um, situations where, you know, the neighborhood, you know, brothers holding each other down, I think that's a different situation. If you're a gangster and you tell, then you're a snitch. snitch yeah. Yeah. If you're going to work every day, you're coming home to take, take care of your kids paying taxes and, and, and you don't got guns, yeah, yeah. you're not in the streets, then... The police is for you. You yeah. you pay the police out of you. And gangsters recognize that. Gangsters <laughs> recognize that. <laughs> gangsters understand that. Like you are, you're, you're supposed to do that. Yeah, yeah. 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 gangsters right will be mad at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. If an older you get slapped up in the streets, mm -hmm. you gotta call the police. Yeah, yeah. 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 If you're not part of that life. I yeah, feel like yeah. as he said, understand that. Yeah, gangsters understand that. You are average Joe trying yeah. to feed your family, then yeah. definitely the police is there to protect yeah. you. Yeah. But don't be 
a wannabe gangster or oh, you're claiming this stuff like for Takashi, years. like yeah. Takashi. That's, you can't Takashi. respect that. Yeah, you can't yeah. claim this for years. Yeah. You're riding with the fame, the clout that comes along with yeah, it. Yeah, you start problem provoking yeah, people. You start profiting from it. At yeah, especially with the meme situation too. That song, I mean, how you over like a million. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Profiting, getting the clout that's, chasing, that's what and was, then you're gonna turn around and do that. No, yeah. That's what I, I was about to say. It's like this whole meat meal. Takashi, I think this is all show. Because sure, yeah, yeah. it's like, bro, all these dudes, me, Takashi, um, Lil Reese, they <laughs> all getting paid for this. They've been saying it all the time. Lil Dirty said it, yo, Takashi hit me up saying five mil, let's troll. Like, they've been doing yeah, this. Yeah, that last fake beef. It's what? Sad, bro, they've been man. giving you out tea for wow. so long. It's like, Are you I serious? Even, I don't pay attention to that no yeah, more. Jay, <laughs> Cause we all know, know how Takashi make his bread. Yeah, how he make his bread. Now he getting his paper. Every time he's about to have a song, new song come out, he trolls mad people. Yeah. He just attack anybody, and it's like this is a money making thing, and then people be thinking these people's actually beefing. I don't really think they beefing. Yeah, it's a sad. This is all a show. Because all, all these rappers, they they say they sing, they rap about it in song. They like all these people. Talking about they beefing, but they living in Calabasas and stuff like <laughs> that's chilling, real. That's real. That's real. Big, that's real. That's real. Big cribs. But talking about living in the trenches, like bro, you not in the trenches. That's real. That's but true. one thing we can't forget is Pop Smoke got bodied in Calabasas. Yeah, but Pop yeah, Smoke. Yeah, the thing him. about Pop Smoke was like he did something a lot of people ain't do. It was like he was a young dude from the floors. And he posted that. <laughs> yeah, he posted that. That's what he messed up because it's like. And he was too comfortable. You are a street dude, so you're supposed to know. Like, he was too comfortable. That's not even a street code. That's just a natural code of yo. Especially in another hood. Everybody area. know you up now, so it's like you already know you a big target. Yeah, I and, 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 and his friend did that. I don't, I, I don't think I don't think it was Mike that thing that he did that by mistake he and stuff like that. You by accident and everything like that. But um he was warned. He was warned by um the drama king, that DJ, um DJ DJ said, yeah, listen, you like like you on, you gotta have soldiers to protect you and look out for you. It's not on some, yeah, you know, bro. it's not on some on some on some sucker type of timing. Right. You a king, you feel me? You gotta have well, your you pawns, got you gotta have your soldiers around you and stuff like that. You feel me? Like Every you know what I'm saying? Target, I just be careful, especially when you're doing things for the community, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. And you really out here really changing the narrative yeah you seen um black Jesus um 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 of the black um the Messiah Oh, Judas and Judas. Yo, it's real out here, but you gotta be when you're doing real things. You're black, and you empower other black kings to do better and be better and and give back. And then on that type of time, when they're selling drugs, they're killing each other. You gotta be protected Jesus. at all costs. Yeah. Malcolm X has um, proven that. You see, you heard the the, the, the yeah, situation yeah. that happened that you know they found a um, record that the FBI and the New York y- and YPD was a part of. There was a man he gave his last will before he died. Talked about how. He was a part of assassinating um, Dr. King, um, Dr. Um, Dr. Malcolm, Dr. X. Malcolm yeah. X, and it was really the people from the front that really killed them. You know, what I'm saying even though they shot, really people, um, it was people upstairs yeah. that really got them and everything like that. Yeah, but everybody knows that. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I didn't know that. I thought that the people who was in front killed them, but I didn't know what shooters. I didn't know that about that. So they said a couple days prior to um, his actual speech. It, and there was law enforcement that came in and they checked the vantage points to see where they, they would get the best shot off on them. Wow. wow. Same thing happened with Martin Luther King. Yeah. Martin, Luther King's, about Martin Luther King's wife sued um, the U.S. government. Yeah, she and won. She won. She won. So, I think in those situations when you're dealing with that kind of stuff, you become more dangerous when 
you're not only unified unifying minorities you're unifying poor people as a whole yeah i believe you become more dangerous because that's the part that come with fame yeah it's a larger group of people exactly. that has the will to overthrow certain things yeah you need the division you need us arguing bickering coming at each other because that divide keeps the power you know that divide keeps people more powerful so when you get in a space where you're talking to an overall class of people regardless of race religion gender and all these other yeah. things you become very dangerous yeah like trump recently yeah. when when he called down all those people when they came down look at a place like what, what washington what, what? when when trump yeah, yeah. said we're gonna come down and we're gonna fight and he said over a hundred thousand people came down and rushed the capital yeah. <laughs> that, that amount of people like washington dc we know is an armed Trump's place yeah, yeah. you know it's crazy to think that that capacity of people could come there yeah. storm there and i mean you ain't gonna have no large massacre on tv so but, but i mean to be honest it's not crazy, a switch though. if it was black people oh it would have been a rat oh, oh it would have been you could you know smoke. everybody know that it's like they wouldn't have you see the peaceful protests of black lives yeah Matter. and that's and they're threatened by that mm -hmm. and then it was it was going after and then the capital and then the capital and then the capital and the capital i would say first the black lives matter protests were not all non-violent and we know that because Antifa groups Antifa, was, yep. was setting up stacks of bricks mm -hmm. in random locations. Yep. <laughs> and we seen the live videos when they was, um, when they was, um, what's that thing called? When they were rioting in Manhattan, blowing up cop cars, yeah. blowing up stores, rushing I was, stores I was, I was, I was there too. Uh, oh yeah? I don't remember regards oh, yeah. to not rioting. But regards you didn't to give me a Richie Millie? <laughs> no, I'm not going to say the time. But, um, because I remember, um, I remember during the time of COVID, um, the, the thing is that we, um, <laughs> the thing is that in regards to going um out there like just you know from what from, from what I saw there was peaceful protests you feel right. me it just that that one night you feel me it was just going down and like I thank God I had like a hotel in the city and everything like that so like oh. every block was like Some every block it was, was like basically Gotham. was like was like cops in every block yeah, you know yeah bro every and block there was cops and the interesting in the city. part about what that interesting about the whole thing about the stuff that people saying about how matters movement became a riot it's because i've seen it like there's people who go in there with the not the intentions of the movement no of they course not to mess with yeah, 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 like, yeah. oh i can go in here and say i'm part of black lives my movement rob the store yeah in reality yeah. that's what they came to do that's a fact that's a fact that's a fact it's always going to be it's always going to be situations like that those are people just look at it yeah like people yeah. look like all right people protesting all right nobody's really paying attention because everybody yeah. doing all of this so i could just go sneak my way into this place yeah. And just and make things. The interesting part is what they always say is like just because they're black doesn't mean that they're black. Of right? course I not. Agree. We know that from the the, the Kentucky <laughs> Attorney General. And that's, and that's and that's a fact. But yeah. majority of the people that was in the Black Lives Matter protests were white people. More yeah. white people than black. You remember the time when we went yeah. to Harlem and we went to go feed the homeless? Yeah, and then yeah. it was yeah. Yeah. white people. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but let me like, let me get all these bikes from it. get into it. There's, there is a lot of white people who go there, right? But right. they're there. Some people, white people, go there just to show face, to say I was part of this movement. Yeah. Right. You know, and there's other people. You know, there's fake along with the real. Yeah, of course. Well, those are the people that live in the. Those are the people that's most likely they live in the hood. They like yo, let's see, I some boy Guys, yeah. Let's be serious, right? Right. In order for you to 
have a protest, you gotta get a permit. You can't just get up and walk in the middle of the streets and they block off the streets. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, you you, you have to put in your permit, sign the paper, put your name down, your address, and all that, all, all that information. Even when we gave away clothes in the park, I had to get a permit. And the cops came and they was working with us. Yeah, not, in, right. not no snitching. They provide security. <laughs> and we gave them coats to give to kids in the neighborhood in Brownsville. <laughs> so, like, when you put it in that aspect, a lot of people, they get it confused between Black Lives Matter, the company, and Black Lives Matter, the movement. Mm. Black Lives Matter, the company, got over a billion dollars in donations last year. Everybody I don't know about know you. Where the money went. <laughs> and nobody knows where the money went. But a billion dollars could have changed the lives of a lot of black people yeah. in America, yeah. if we're being honest. And we don't know where the money went. Again, the Black Lives Matter, the movement is black people that feel like we've been disenfranchised, we've, we've been feeling left out, okay, let's go, and they're volunteers. But there's people that work for Black Lives Matter that's sponsored by um, interest groups, and they're the ones that are organizing all this. Everybody else is just foot soldiers and pawns, like we was talking about earlier. They're the ones that's going to get locked up, they're the ones that's going to um, get pushed in a paddy wagon and rob and stuff like that. But the ones that's organizing this whole thing, that the whole thing is going on, like, come on. we seen the bike thing, that's organized. Like, it was over a thousand bikes, bro. We did like, where you even get this much bikes from? Like, it didn't make no sense. And then they had people on bikes who would stop, block off the street, let the rest of the people go, block off the street, let the rest yep. of the people wow. They was organized. Just like how when they stormed the Capitol, they organized. Yeah. Like, they was organizing they that was for weeks. Them. The FBI knew about that for weeks. No one did really? anything. Yeah. And they just try to make it look like Trump made them all come at, at mm -hmm. one moment. Like, how can 100,000 people come in 30 minutes, bro? Yeah. Like, you just know, common sense. Just common I've sense. I've been to D.C. You know, damn There's well. a lot of security there. <laughs> You're not getting like, there. You, it was we organized. All to the White House and yeah. like that. We all know, like, it's not that easy to get to possible. certain so, parts of it. I got it. So it was like also, you know, before I get back to the podcast, but I got to say, you know, it's very great that, you know, you decide to donate, you know, and use that with your time because not a lot of people think that way. They right. think yeah. selfishly, you know. Selfishly. And that's what we're taught. It's like, but it's like sometimes it's good to be selfish, right? Because mm -hmm. you got to build yourself up to help others. Yeah. The right. fact that you're building yourself up and helping others is like a feat that's like really impossible, nearly impossible, not impossible, but it's something that you're able to do. And it's like, it's really grateful to have people like you out here. One thing, one thing I've learned is that success leaves clues. And, and one thing like, like I was listening to Rick Ross and he said that he was told to emulate the greats. If you look at every famous, popular, or well-known person, they all do something called philanthropy. They give back. And it's through the acts of kindness that they continue to receive blessings. I read a book called The Go-Giver and it said that the more you give, the, the more you're going to be able to receive. And when you receive, you have to be open and willing to receive the blessings. Yeah. So, you know, if, if I wasn't in a position to help other people, I wouldn't be able to. Outside of hear what we do here, the real word and everything else, like I also do work in my church, I do work in my community. I have a nine to five job, like, you know, I, I'm educated. You understand what I'm saying? So I've been able to have success in other parts of my life that has allowed me to help other people in other frames of, within their life, you know? Right. And it was through my experiences and um, obtaining certain skills that I was able to come back and do it for myself yeah. because I've worked for nine profits before I started my own. That's dope, man. That's, that's what's up. And say again, we appreciate you for that. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate so, you for that. And you know, as you said, it's not a, a easy journey, as you said. You, you know, that upbringing 
gave you that strength that yeah. you know that push that drive to do that yep. so to make it as far as you did you know you got to give people their roses and flowers when they're here i think that's, that's something that we don't yeah. do too often that's right. Funerals don't tell. yeah that's like sometimes you got to show love, show love, love so they, all the time show love when they're all alive. the time i agree yeah it's like it's interesting that you say that because look what's happening like pop smoke he was good right yeah. but then now after he died now he became legendary yeah and it's like the thing is like if I feel like people are listening to his music because it's part of a wave, yeah, and it's like, we, and it's like the hard true. part is creating a positive wave that people can follow. Right. It's, it's, like, time. Like your it's so it, yeah, it's like it's interesting. It's so interesting that people follow negative energies quicker than yeah. positive because yeah. that's what we're taught. It's like try to make money, right? And then we are stuck in a situation we try to make it quick. Right. So what's the way you don't want to work the job nine to five because it's you still make money, but it's not as much as making yeah. quick money. Of course. So a lot of people go that way. Money so fast, you just yeah. get so pissed off. But I feel like to be honest, it's like you have to show people that it's positive ways, and I know it's like you know, and through the darkness, right? It's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, and, that is, and that is and that is a fact. But sometimes people get caught up in the darkness, right. but they don't try to aim for the light. They uh -huh. just stay where they at. And, um, and it's a quote. It's a quote that was saying. It's like, um, which is interesting. Um, it's like, if you're in hell, right, you keep pushing forward because why would you want to stay there? Mm. Very and true. That's, and that's a fact. And we, a lot of people do that. We mm. stay and we get complacent. Mm. You know, we get comfortable. We would act. And if we get comfortable, we show other people that it's all right to be comfortable. I agree with that. That goes back to a sermon that I preached. Um, that's real. About a week ago, about the man that had um, over a thousand demons in him. And even the demons were unified and they called themselves legions. Mm -hmm. And the people in the town, they wanted to lock him up in a cave and chain him and tie him down with rope. But no rope was able to hold him down and no and no chains was, was able to lock him down. And he was running up and down the mountains. And then, but me, when I read the story, I, I thought about it on an even deeper level. And I'm saying that if the chains and the ropes were able to hold him when Jesus came to deliver him from his demons, he would not be able to run to Jesus if he was tied down. Mm -hmm. So, good point. And from working in the mental health field, they said that just because you're crazy don't mean that you're stupid. Oh, in the I sense like that, like, they, was, they, they wrote him off as crazy, but he wasn't stupid because he was smart enough to know that only God could save him from his current situation. Wow. And then when God healed him now and made him anew and the people mm -hmm. came and they seen that he was well-dressed like them, mm -hmm. it forced them now to look at themselves. Because it was easy to point their finger at right. the broken man. Right. Mm -hmm. But then now the broken man was whole and he was with God. Now these were the same people who was caring for pigs. Now they had to check themselves because they was unclean like the animals that they kept. That's a fact. Wow. So now what did they do? Did they try to convert and change their lives? No. They pushed God away. They said, wow. they said, Christ, get back on your boat and leave. So then the guy was like, let me go with you because now I'm one like you. He said, no, don't come with me. Stay with your people and teach them the way. And that goes back to us now. A lot of right. us are broken and we living like pigs and we living with pigs. And the ones that clean themselves and they're sitting amongst us clean now. And they, they, they came from sticking out for the wrong reasons. Now they're sticking out for the right reasons. We're right. trying to push them away. But that person sometimes That's wants to stay and help other people. But the people's rejecting them. Real life today's example was that. Nipsey. Nipsey oh, made it out the hood. Oh and then he stayed in Crenshaw. He kept his business and he would come there every day. Literally every day. Then one day he came with no security, no backup. That and they killed, killed him. And he right. still kept it real. And that's what I'm always going to respect about him. Because when mm -hmm. dude, dude walked up on him, was, was on top of him, he was about to empty the clip. He said, I, right, you got it. 
He ain't beg for mercy. He ain't cry. He said, "You got it," and accepted his death like a man. Right. You gotta respect that. Yeah, I feel like that's a, a fine line for us, you know, like originally we taught once you're successful to get out and leave the hood alone. And as I think you they, they're not wrong about that though. They not, but then <laughs> the people who's telling you to get out the hood are the one that's coming back and buying it over and kicking mm -hmm. your people out. That's a yeah. fact. So then it puts you in that fine line of, yeah. again, do I think for self and my family, get out and don't look back or do I take the risk like you know you listen to Nipsey music and he kind of called it you know he talks about a lot of his friends dying he talked about blessing to still be alive because at any day it could end so he knew the risk you could tell in a sense and still managed to build what he built for his yeah, community yeah, for his family yeah so I feel like with us it's always that fine line of you know sometimes you teeter like yo maybe I'll just stick to self and do for me and other times you're like, damn, I can't watch my com community go to hell. Like, you know, I yeah, can't. Yeah, I right. gotta yes. jump in and do something. Yeah. So and that's, still that's the battle within us. Like, yeah. like, what do you decide to do? The battle with I think, I think yeah. it's, it's good to get back to you. Guys, you, just, you gotta just, you know, play chess and not checkers. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's a risk. It's a risk. You know, yeah. it's a risk. But you gotta just want to play chess. And it's interesting. I see a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, of course, you see a lot of people who go there and be like, oh, this is my block, right? Of right. course, because they got gang members been in they have the guns but all they gotta do is buy property gentrify it and then those people who say there's my block is getting kicked right out and they and they're doing it with, mm -hmm. with money and power and it's power. And it's true. Yeah, you know, I'm it's hard you. when you try to go and you try to get back to the hood. You yeah. talk to them like, hey, you know, and it's like, and it's like they want you to stay with them, right, right. down there with them. They don't see the greater picture. Yeah, and right. that's the hard part. They don't see. It's like, okay, if he makes up the hood, right? It's like he can come back. And he can get us out the hood. Right. Because that's the truth. I'm if I'm bringing myself up, I'm gonna look at the people. But yo, bro, you coming up with me? I'm gonna put you on a job, a nine to five, and help me out. You know, work right. your way up to the top. But they don't want to do that. Like now, I want to get the bread instantly. I want yeah, you to give me a million yeah, dollars. Yeah. People don't like, like their role. They want to know if they want to get that million dollars quick. Yeah. Like you got it, give it to me. They don't want to work for you. Can't right? give somebody a million dollars. But that's the thing. And you see the problem with that too, because even when you see with the rappers and athletes, you give mm -hmm. somebody out of poverty a million dollars instantly, they start wilding out. Yeah. Yeah, they get drug problems. Yeah. They get <laughs> a lot. Of, yeah, they get. You're giving them a life that they're not used to, yeah. and you're throwing it at them all at once mm -hmm. so now they're wasting the money buying to support those habits exactly and it just gets wild so that's an interesting thing i, I feel like it's mainly because like when like if you, you, you don't, don't have, have you know, if you don't have much when you grow up and you get it it's right. like you want to get what you never had exactly you know and that's the thing it's like that affects us a lot as yeah. black men because we we're born that's the space if we're not white our credit score is not popping right, right? it's like we got to work our way up there right yeah, but it's like fact. you know what i'm saying it's like it is crazy and then you know, and i see it happen, with a yeah, right. happen a lot of times you know what i mean but and i feel like that's a lack of lack of education and finan financial education mm -hmm. because when I turned, I think when I turned 18, the first thing my dad did was bring me to the bank and open up a, a checking account. And when I was young, he used to always show me how to write checks. And he was like, yo, one of the most important things you're going to have to do as a man is pay your bills on time. Mm -hmm. And every time the bills came in the mail, he would make me sit there and go through all the invoices, write out the checks, fill out the envelopes, mail, put a That's stamp on them, mail them out. 
you know, old school stuff. Now we just go on the phone and yeah. pay your invoices <laughs> over the phone with your face. But, like, you know, that's something that he imputed in me. Right. And that's something that I share now publicly with everybody, even right. all the things that I learned from business and doing sure. certain things. Like, the people that's around me, I always share the information with them because right. I think knowledge is very valuable. Yeah, I agree with like, And yeah. one of... Well, one of the most powerful scriptures is, is to thyself be true, but let man know thyself. Like a lot of us, we have, we lack knowledge of ourselves. I agree you know? with that, yeah. And oftentimes we we in conflict with self. So the war within makes it hard for us to function oh, wow. outside, you know? And because, like you said earlier, because of the ego, because of the pride, those things hold us back from improving on our insecurities. Instead, we let those insecurities fester like build up right yeah. and then when we go outside then we become um conf con confined within our own masculinity right and it becomes a toxic masculinity and then when we in the crib with a woman then it becomes a domestic right. violence situation <laughs> so you know and then we got children and then they get raised in that trauma so it's right. a never-ending cycle you know and we got to just fix that like we got to break that we can't blame it on the color spectrum because the other side, they got a, they they got the knowledge from us. We just right. lost it, you know. Mm -hmm. That's why I said the the first shall be last and the last shall be first. Right. I think it's dope that you bring up uh, your consistent messages in your life sure. that you should be number that one. family upbringing and that teaching from your parents like really played a major role in your life. That your dad actually sat down there to teach you how to write checks and how to go through accounting and your bills and things like that. Yeah. And it kind of makes you think like a lot of times. You know, for people who aren't that fortunate yeah. to have both parents at home or both parents at all and, you know, they or their parents aren't knowledgeable on things like that, yeah. you know, um, where your parents, uh, I heard a quote uh, from Earn Your Leisure podcast too, that they were just like, how many people, you know, that had two or three jobs that aren't broke still? You know, like <laughs> our culture is like we're hard workers. You come here, you do what you got to do and stuff like that. But we work so hard physically mm -hmm. that we don't exercise this mentally. Yeah. So we work so hard, you know, physical labor that we don't read the books. We don't understand the knowledge. You know, I graduated college and I knew nothing about credit. I knew nothing about starting a business. Yeah. I knew nothing about a lot of but things. Credit that, you exactly. I knew a lot of things that was already part of my life from the time I'm 18. Like, yeah. So it's very important That's that... That's true. As you said, you spread the knowledge, you know, yeah. you pay I attention to people. That Bill. I think that Five, what you just man. said about like credit score and stuff, I think like that's what we were supposed to be learning since like right. probably like when we reached like ten or so eleven design, man. Yeah. Get, get us that. accustomed to that like from young, because then by the time they eighteen it's like they're way more advanced. So it's like, yeah, they're 18, but they got knowledge like yeah, exactly. Like 26 yeah. or 27, 28-year-old. So that's why I feel like a lot of the stuff like schools be teaching us, it's like, mm -hmm. it's garbage. Yeah, it's true. Cause like, you like the Pythagorean theorem today? Yeah, like, just like how you just said about the credit school. It's like, you know why you never me? Yeah, bro, I used to hate Look, <laughs> Me, personally, when it came to math, I loved math. I was good at it. But once you started adding all the alphabets, I was like, yeah. you know what, no doubt. I feel like, to be honest, that's true. It's like, and it's like they teach us stuff. No, you knew, you knew firsthand. <laughs> and I feel like the thing is, is like, we're not taught real life situations. I agree with that. You know, and that should be a part of our pro a part of our progress. You know, yeah, and like senior. Like, if you go to senior, you should be learning how to do a resume. How to how to oh, do credit man. score, how to do yeah. all this stuff, and how to 
13 interview, years of college. You know, it's like interview for a job, but you don't know that you have to learn it from the parents. And if Bro. they don't know it, then how are you supposed to know? Yeah, you have a lot of work to do. Google, you can't be done with a smartphone. People don't read. What happens if you nah, can't People don't it? read, bro. You get an Android, they go to the library. People don't read, bro. People don't even Google, bro. People don't read. You get a phone for $30, and then you pay another $30. People out here don't read, bro. You get a good Android, like. It'd be right in their faces, bro. Places. Right in their faces, mm-hmm. bro. And they'd be like, like for example, like, you know, a lot of situations, bro, like, you know, it'd be right in their faces, and they just do the opposite, and they blame. The feds, bro, when really them. It's real talk, bro. It's real talk, bro. Like they blaming other people for their responsibilities. Now yeah. you did that, bro. Nobody mm-hmm. told you to yeah. go on social media and do that, bro. You feel me? Like the guy that robbed um Soho, bro. He was bragging on social media, yeah. bro. That's you did that. Yeah. You didn't have to do that. You got yeah. the money. Stay on the low. Now nah, he did that. Just like the dudes on the party bus the other day. It was like yeah. fifteen people on the party bus. And they yeah. found, I think they found yeah. like fifteen guns. One they did that. To themselves, bro. You know, yeah. as a black man, bro, you gotta move accordingly, bro. You're not white, bro. You feel me, bro? That's why, bro. I don't want to drive a car, bro. I'm good, dog. At the end of the day, bro, you know, when you're a black man, you got a car, bro. You gotta move accordingly, bro. Yeah. You're not a white man, bro. Like you feel me? People need to be reminded that, bro. You know what I'm saying? No matter you could attain success, bachelor's, masters, uh, um, doctorate, you still a nigga to them, bro. You feel me? Facts, bro. They did, they did, they did it to Barack Obama. They did it to Bill Cosby. They did it to, you know, so far. For so forth, bro. You gotta move accordingly, bro. Cosby, but I won't give you Barack. So it's interesting that they say they did they Barack people don't understand it. It's like they they wild on they call them a monkey, it's like monkey and everything. Like that. No matter what passing Barack and Candy. Wait, wait. Even if you're rich as long as you're black, that's all they see. That's all they see, bro. It's the facts. I'm not trying to like play it, it's what it is. I took cast that all the time. Like, for example, um um Henry Louis Gates, he was trying to get to his own crib. He's like, yo, listen, I got my ID. This is my crib. Yeah. The, the the police officer was still apprehensive. He's the one that created the um the Africana. The Africana is basically the black version of the encyclopedia. Like Botanica, right. Africana and everything. Like, like, listen, I got my key. Let me, I'm about to get in. He went in. They, they got him arrested to the point where Barack Obama had to intervene. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, so at the end of the day, that's what it is, bro. And he had pictures of himself on the walls. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that happened to me one day where the cops yeah. came to my crib. And it was like, who house is this? I'm like, what are you talking about? I said, yo, I got an award on the table that has my name on it. <laughs> yeah. I have newspapers. They be wilding. They like, be wilding, bro. Like, like, and they're like, what's your name? I'm like, my name's right there. They be wilding, bro. They be wilding. You got to move a quarter. You got to move right, bro. He was like, right there. He was like, who house is this? Yeah, you got to move right, bro. like, what? You got to move right. to this house and just put my name in there. You got to move right. It's true. It's like, you don't change up because... Before, like I said, I want to become a police officer because I want to help people, right? Oh, that's what I used. That's what I wanted. But then it's like I changed up what I want to do because in reality, as a yeah, person, you know, no, you can't. You can't help who you want to help. Yeah, they're really antsy, bro. Especially your neighbor, they antsy with that. I see cops. They antsy. (laughs) They antsy, bro. They antsy. Once you become a cop, you ain't black or white. You're blue. They antsy. They very antsy. They very antsy. It's different team. That's what I was about to say. Like I feel like antsy. Just like how when you say when you become a cop, you're not black or white. You're blue now. Mm -hmm. I feel like, like when it comes to that sense, I feel like there's a lot of narratives getting pushed out, and plus, like. When it comes to the color thing, I think 
Yeah, you know, it does have a certain degree where, you know, it can hold you back. But I feel like once you have, when you reach a certain bracket, it's like, it's a new narrative. It's not no more about color. Mm. Like, that's how I personally feel. I feel like that narrative about black and white is just for a certain extent. You think so? Yeah, but when you walk into certain rooms, you're going to realize, no, it's bigger than that. Mm. So, to close out, because we got six minutes. Okay. Um, so, closing thoughts, who would like to start? Oh, well, you start off with you. Oh. Go ahead. You was ready. All right. <laughs> well... You know, the quote that I say, or what I want to say is... Make great. sure you talk loud, so everybody So, <laughs> so yeah. what I want to say is, you know, you know, definitely come out to support this, to support this business. You know, this young mm. black brother who is out here helping, not only himself, but he's helping others. Right. And you got to give it up for yeah, facts, and, facts. You know, because yeah. not a lot of people do that. And also, I got to say, it's like, you can't, it's us as black people, you know, in order for a, sh- a fist to be strong, you got to have all fingers. So that's you like know, that. and that's the thing is like we all we are all these fingers, and we all gotta come together to make that powerful fist. I like that. I like that. I'll say thank you to you guys here at Real World. Uh, I will say key takeaways for me is education. Yes. You know, try not to rely too much on the government of these people because we seeing more what's going on lately. So educate yourself. Yes. You know, work with each other, push each other forward. Find the tea at www.geniuslybrewed.com as well as facebook.com backslash geniusly brewed, instagram.com backslash geniusly brewed. Mm-hmm. Ace, closing thoughts? Everything in life comes with a price. If you want to be COVID, pop the COVID tea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y'all all, y'all, come on, stop wearing the mask. Just, just drink the COVID tea. <laughs> yeah, just want to thank everybody who watched, everybody who's supporting. Thank Let's you. make the change that we need to make and be consistent. That's all that matters. All right. So I thank everybody for joining today. My closing thought is um, continue to build with one another. Yeah. Look at all these black brothers on this platform. And half of us own black businesses. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Um, the other half will soon because they're the next generation after us so this is what you do once you get the keys to life and you start opening the doors invite other people in that's exactly what we did here on this platform so we Mm -hmm. thank you all for joining us today we thank you all for all your continued support if you want to donate the website is Mm www.therealwordministriesinc.org that's therealwordministriesinc.org don't forget we're 501c3 nonprofit charity Um, so all of your donations is tax deductible so if anything we see you guys next week you catch us on Facebook YouTube Spotify Instagram and wherever or you could just google us the real word (laughs) ministries Inc so we thank you all um, Pastor, you want to close out with a prayer? Be with us forevermore. Direct us and guide us into your presence. Using we do pray. Amen. 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 Yeah. So we thank you all for joining. We thank our guests for coming here today. Love and support. Much Let's blessings to all of you.